record Fall out off the record Hang out We'll start so nuka Take a sit down while we're talking to ya Fall out off the record Fall out off the record Freak out We'll talk some lore We'll shoot at stuff while we explore Fall out off the well, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of Fallout Off the Record. I am your host, Rick McVick, and with us tonight is Shaleen. There's Hello. the music. All right. Sorry for the technical difficulties getting off the ground there, but we are finally underway, and we have a fun... Oh, I predicted the show's enjoyment factor before we even did the show. A pet peeve it's of okay. Miss Shaleen. Okay. Add Victorian. Move along. I, I'm trying not to do it. Anyway, um, let's just go ahead and get our heads done then. So, tonight we are sponsored by TweakedAudio.com. If you are in the market for headphones or earbuds that are way less big than mine, uh, head to TweakedAudio.com and pick your favorite pair out. And then when you get to checkout, enter our code off the record, which is all one word, for 30% off and free shipping worldwide. So, head to TweakedAudio.com, enter our code off the record for free shipping and 30% off your purchase there. We are also sponsored by Audible your number one source for all audiobooks. Use our link, audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork for a free audiobook of your choosing when you sign up for their free 30-day trial. And tonight, Shaleen recommends... Uh, the Sea Wolves, A History of the Vikings by Lars Brownworth. That was Shaleen recommends! And that you can get for free if you go to audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork and signing up for their trial using that link. You can also become a patron of our show by going to patreon.com slash questgamingnetwork and signing up for one of our rewards there. You can also make one-time donations by going to questgamingnetwork.com and using our PayPal link. And last but not least, actually the most important, you can help us non-financially by just sharing us on your social media, sending us emails so we can have a chit-chat, like and subscribe to our videos and our social media tweets and posts, and also tell your friends about us. Um, we have multiple Facebook presences and twitter presences so yeah tonight we have some news gameplay lore item of the week and emails so without further ado let's get into the news if you like news you're gonna love our next segment and since we were out last week what happened in the world of fallout the last couple weeks shaleen not as much as i expected actually um, I was thinking we'd have a ton of news, but there's not that much. But before we start with the news, I have my <laughs> Nuka-Cola Quantum. Yeah, yeah. Here. Ice cold Nuka-Cola Quantum. There's a lot of collectors that are <laughs> cross with me for opening it. Uh. Rick is laughing because I pre-opened the soda because I didn't want to embarrass myself being a sissy on the uh, on the show. <laughs> Which we're all glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> you almost sprayed that all over the camera. <laughs> it's awful. Oh god, it's awful. <laughs> what do you expect? It's been it's like bottled radiation. <laughs> did you did you expect like like I don't know how to describe like sweet euphoric it's orgasmic like, uh... soda or or did you expect radiation cuz that's what you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay uh what it's berry lemonade uh okay. is the flavor <laughs> but it's, 
it's uh and i'm gonna have to drink it too because i've only got like this much tea left <laughs> so for those of you listening uh Shaleen almost did a spit take <laughs> all over her camera there i i guess i i guess it's not that good <laughs> Yeah, I think the uh, the Nuka Cola Quantum is is for collecting, <laughs> <laughs> not consuming. You know what Sierra Petrovita says? You know, twice the calories, twice the taste, twice the radiation. But oh, oh. well, twice the taste. But she doesn't specify whether it's a good taste. That's that's very true. That is very true. <laughs> Indeed. Um. All right, so moving on. We so in the news. Let's do some news, Rick. <laughs> yes. Our first item uh, came from Forbes, and also from the internet. A lot of people are having performance issues with Far Harbor on the PS4. Yeah, which is is really terrible. Really terrible. I thought we had seen the end of uh, these Bethesda problems on on PlayStation consoles, but uh, <laughs> nope. Not so much. It appears that all the fog of Far Harbor, which is sort of the, the shtick of Far Harbor, is now causing a lot of frame rate drops <laughs> and pixelization. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem to be affecting the PC or the Xbox One, um, but it is a very much a problem on PS4. Mm -hmm. uh, Vendertron says it's literally unplayable. Oh. So we're very sorry for you, Vendertron. Yeah. Uh, condolences. That sucks. And it's a little bit ironic that it's fog that's causing the problem because fog is an old developer trick to improve frame rate by cutting draw distances. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Yeah, it is. Um, and in the Bethesda forums recently, Matt Grandstaff has said that they are actively working on improvements. So they are aware that this is a problem and they are working on it. So hopefully they will... They will have this fixed for you guys pretty soon, and our PlayStation brethren can join us in the fog of Far Harbor. Yeah, because it is absolutely an amazing DLC. I am so glad you're missing out. I mean, I'm so sorry you're missing out on this wonderfulness. That sounded like an a-hole joke. I really did not mean to say that. Um, I really do send my condolences. This DLC is so good. So good. So, but I did notice that people were having issues on the X-Bone. Um... And unfortunately, they were not similar. They were more game breaky that I've really? seen. Yeah, on the Xbox. But they were kind of random. The PC, like I said, I played it for a few weeks already. And there were no issues at all. I had, I had absolutely no issues. Now, the other night I was playing, I had some FPS issues. But um, I'm thinking that was due to something else that my computer was doing. So I'm on Xbox One with uh, Far Harbor. And I'm not having any problems at all. It looks great. Mm. So... Yeah, we have a couple people in our chat room on PS4 that haven't had any problems, and some that have. So yeah, that's... looks like it's not affecting everyone. Most PS4 issues. The good thing though that when Bethesda says that they're fixing it, you can trust them that they're actually fixing it. Mm -hmm. So, which is yeah, I'm which sure is this is a priority for them now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so the Xbox mod closed beta invites have been sent out. And uh, I should have updated this before we started the show. Um, but they've actually given out a release date for Xbox mods to everyone. Ooh. It's uh, May the 31st. That's next week. So oh, Nice. This is an exciting time. For me, this is a big deal. Not just for Fallout, but for gaming. I feel like this could be something that could change the face of console gaming. 
It's something that's giving console gamers some parody, a level of parody with the PC that hasn't been had in the past. And I think it's so exciting. Just so exciting. You're even seeing that, too, with the different models that these consoles are planning on releasing. Mm-hmm. Like the Xbox, or the, not the Xbox 4K, the PS4K. Yeah. But we'll get into that later. So, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are the king and queen of bad timing. <laughs> and dead air. So our next news item is a mod. Uh, I found this one on Video Games 24-7. Fallout Cascadia is a Fallout 4 mod that will be set in Seattle. It is a very ambitious looking mod. They say that it will have more quests and locations than Far Harbor. And that it is a standalone adventure that goes from Seattle into Mercer Island, Redmond, Bellevue, and some other surrounding areas. Cool. Their target map size is just a bit smaller than Fallout 3 but with more quests and locations than Far Harbor. And, uh, of course, this mod will be free. It will appear on Nexus mods and also on Bethesda.net, so it will be available for consoles, too. And uh, the screenshots look promising. The concept art looks great. Cool. I I saw some of the concept art, and it looked good. The screenshots weren't anything crazy. They kind of looked like fallout 4 and commonwealth (laughs) Mm. so but i do understand that there's a bunch of dudes working on this for free and i'll be excited when i start you know when we start seeing more about this i know that some of the past mods that we've talked about especially uh, autumn leaves Mm -hmm. i think is the one that we did a review on um very very good and i like fan-made stuff especially for these games so i'm looking forward to seeing this more fleshed out me too. I'm excited. I'm excited to finally actually experience mods. Uh, that's not something that I was able to do um, in my previous Fallout experience before before we started the podcast and built the PC and stuff. That's true. That's true. Yeah, this will be a new venture for Micheline here. Mm-hmm. So, our next news item is a bit of Kotaku news. <laughs> it's not quite zany Kotaku news, but it's, it's up there. Lavon Smith is somebody that we've talked about before. He is the guy that is uncovering and exploring and mapping everything in Fallout 4. He has now mapped the underwater areas of Far Harbor. He turned off the water of Far (laughs) Harbor, just got rid of the water, and found some great Easter eggs and gnome scenarios down there, and this skeletal tusked whale and some loot, a lot of really interesting things. So that nice. was very cool. You should check out his screenshots. Levon Smith. You can find him on Im- Imger. 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 I don't know how to say that website. Um, I, I, uh, I did see some of these screenshots, especially the tusked, tusked whale. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if that's related a little bit to that ghoul whale they've been talking about. But Yeah. I, I, We'll talk. I don't think we're gonna see the ghoul well. Yeah, I, I was about to say that. I'll. I. I uh, we'll talk I, about I that really later. I really thought, Rick. I really thought that the ghoul whale was the submarine. Huh. But it like hurt fishermen. Did it? Yeah, they they were saying that fishermen died because of this ghoul whale. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't. I don't think we'll ever see the ghoul whale. Sadly, no. 
just rumors. So anyway, that's something you guys should check out. It's very cool. And we just had a couple of little things to mention. Um, this is something that you actually reminded me of a couple days ago. Yes. The June Loot Crate is very cool for Fallout lovers. Um, the June Loot Crate, the theme is Dystopia. And Fallout is one of the franchises that they mentioned, along with Bioshock Infinite, uh, Terminator. Um, I don't remember the others. Do you, do you happen to recall? I think one was RoboCop. I don't know, but... I, I can't remember. I'm not a Loot Crate subscriber, so... I only saw Dystopia and Fallout, and I told you about it. <laughs> mm. I didn't look into it too much. Loot Crate has done pretty well in terms of Fallout merchandise. Uh, the Fallout Loot Crate was pretty great. Mm. And in one of the standard Loot Crates, I actually got a bobblehead, uh, which was just a, a thumbs-up bobblehead. Nice. Vault 111. It was very cool. And pretty recently, I got this cool uh, little metal print here oh. of this concept art. Yeah. Which is really cool. I love it. It's actually... I've been in this house for over a year now. This is the only piece of art that I've hung in my house. <laughs> I've got it here on the wall by my desk. We can now hear, you get that to hear it's it metal. Yeah. while I put it back up. <laughs> See, it's metal. Listen, clung, clung. Um, another We're thing, so off the rails already. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's bring it back. Another thing we should mention, too, that came out is that they're releasing the perk pins every month. Oh! Right. I can't believe I overlooked that. Good job bringing that up. Yeah, I think yeah, this they're... this month is strength, I want to say. Right. And they're right. $15 a piece. Mm -hmm. And they're limited runs. I really Love wish I had pins. I know, I wish I had more money. This is I'll just wait till they release all of them as a limited set cuz you know they're going to do that once oh, they put yeah. all of them out. I'll just wait for my favorites, I think, uh, cuz they're they're limited edition right now. Mm -hmm. I don't want the strength one because then you have like this, you know, uh, scantily clad muscle man. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to wear that around. Well, not. why would you? Okay, fine. Well, I wouldn't. But wear I like it. to actually wear pins. I like to put them on my lapels and on my handbags and scarves. I think that. Do you like to put pins on your handbags and scarves, Rick? Um, Just my handbags. I, I think the Aqua Boy perk pin is going to be a little awkward because isn't that kind of big? I, th I hmm. think it's a little, the Aqua Boy perk. I think yeah. that pin is going to be a little awkward unless they make it smaller. Because I think they I th might just make it smaller. I think that picture's a little big. Anyway, uh, yeah. So if you have money left over from all that Fallout Four hype before it was released, you can spend it on more things now. So anyway, we are going to go ahead and get into our gameplay because we are dying to talk to you guys about it. Mm. So. Uh, if anyone listened to the podcast last week, sorry about the video, not my fault, Brotherhood of Steel's fault, but I was doing, I think I talked a little bit more about Far Harbor and my survival run on it. Now, I've got to say, I did finally beat it. I don't remember if I mentioned this before or not. I tend to just blank my weeks out as I go. Uh, so I beat it by going the Brotherhood of Survival route. And you can the only- Brotherhood of Survival? <laughs> yes beat it by going the brotherhood of survival route while playing on the uh, steel difficulty and I've totally derailed myself anyway it ends how you think it would end but we're not going to talk about that 
What I will say is... We're no story spoilers, yeah. just to, to clarify. We're not no doing story the story spoilers, just whatever. But I will say that Far Harbor on Survival, and I've talked with a few listeners about this, is superbly difficult. I am not a sneak or combat-centered character, at least the survival one isn't. Except when I got to the island, which I thought I was loaded for bear, I was definitely focusing on combat perks rather than non-combat perks. I mean, I put tons of perks in Rifleman. I put a ton of... I can't remember if that's the perk name, sorry. I put a ton of perks in um, the pistol. I, I put perks in Sneak, just because I found myself sneaking everywhere. And then eventually, since you can't fast travel... I was getting to the far side of the island, and it was so tough over there with mire lurks and gulpers and all this other stuff. I ran back to the other side of the island, fast travel, not fast travel, but took the boat back to the Commonwealth, grabbed my uh, BOS T60, at this point E armor, hopped back over to Far Harbor and, and paraded around in that, to which I still died by getting one hit KO'd. It was insanely tough, and Ammo was severely scarce, and it was really tough to get through. Just exploring. The main story wasn't necessarily tough. It was just mainly the transit between locations, since you couldn't fast travel, was time-consuming and difficult. So after I beat the Brotherhood of Steel and Far Harbor, I went back to the Commonwealth, and I decided that I've had enough of survival mode. I love survival mode to death, because I died a lot, and it was really fun to play with all those extra you know, mechanics, but the problem for me was my limited playtime versus the time, yeah, my limit, the, the problem for me was just limited playtime and not being able to fast travel anywhere. So I decided to just plow through and beat the game, and, and I was at the point where entering the glowing sea for the first time on survival with no fast travel. It was not the most easy thing to do. So found Virgil, did all that, got Liberty Prime up and running, and had him walking to the Institute, got to the Institute, killed everybody. It was just a massacre. When scientists would run away cowering, I'd blow them away with my double-barrel shotgun. It was just a slaughter fest for me because I was figuring this guy's totally Brotherhood of Steel. He's gone off the deep end. He just has no compassion anymore. And hit the little red button in Kablooey, and I could not believe the crater that it actually left in the landscape. It was impressive. I'd, I, I'm wondering if you guys saw that uh, screenshot that I had, the Ad Victorium screenshot. It was pretty cool. It was at the daytime. I was really kind of hoping yeah, it was nighttime. Yeah, I did see that. I was hoping it was nighttime when it blew up. So anyway, after I did that, I promptly switched back over to my Jack character, who I then put on hard difficulty and geared up and went to Far Harbor. Now, the contrast between hard and survival is insane. It's so easy now to play this game from spending so much time on survival because ammo doesn't weigh anything. So I just have tons of ammo in my mm -hmm. pockets and the gear that I took, I took an automatic 45 combat rifle. Uh, I took an assault rifle. That's got a silencer on it and the most single shot uh, semi-automatic all the way. Uh, I took my double shot 44 Magnum. I took my combat shotgun and a bunch of grenades and some landmines. So that's what I went into Far Harbor with. And I took Nick along as well because I wanted to do it with a companion this time through. And since it's a uh, DLC story through uh, the detective agency, I took Nick. 
And it's fun. I would advise that if you haven't done that, do that for a playthrough. It's cool with Nick. I've just been questing and exploring the island because in survival, I wasn't really able to explore the island, really. I was kind of confined to my missions. I didn't want to venture too far out in case I would find a fog crawler or something worse. And one of the quests that happened in... It's actually a random encounter, but it can be a quest as well. The concept art for the hermit crabs? Yeah. They freaking exist. I, I love it. They're awesome. I was so excited when you told me that they were real. I just I just want to go find one. Yeah, and to show my compassion, there is a quest to find one, and I did that quest, but I found one in the wild, and I left it alone. Oh, wow. I left it alone, because it was just peaceful doing so its thing. So cool. Oh, man, they're awesome looking. They are I want to tame awesome. one and ride it into battle. <laughs> uh, let's hope it's not as um, useful as riding a dragon around. <laughs> Ugh. But anyway, so that's that was what was going on with that. Yeah, it's just super easy now, but... Exploring the island and not really caring about getting killed does a couple things for me. For one, I'm actually able to enjoy the content more rather than the challenge. And also, when I do die, it's a complete surprise. And it also ties in with a bunch of stupidity that I, on my part, like if I do something stupid, like I don't have to run away from this mine and it happens to be a nuke mine or something, I don't know. So it, it's been fun doing that. Um, and yeah, so I got my first settlement, which was great. I finally have a place to dump a bunch of stuff. I'm starting to work on my nice little beachfront property. Looks pretty gorgeous, if I do say so myself. And there, I gotta say, for people who haven't played it or are just playing it, there are things in this DLC that made my jaw drop. Um, there are things that surprised me. There are things that terrified me. Buy the DLC if you have not. It is so worth, what is it, 25 bucks? Yeah, twenty four ninety nine, I believe. Yeah, so so worth that money. I I would have paid much more for it. it. It is such such a good DLC, and I'm having so much fun going in and exploring it, and being able to survive in this environment. So yeah, that was my gameplay for the week. Just a lot of questing and exploring and and Far Harbor. What'd you do? Well, I was also playing Far Harbor. I was really excited to finally get to it uh, because. Uh, I told you last week that I was going to take my Xbox to the hotel for my little vacation. Yes. Um, and plug it in. And I got there. And the TV had no no inputs of any kind. That is terrible. I had even called ahead and asked them, like, hey, you know, is there an HDMI port on the TV? Like, oh, yeah, there's two. Oh. No. No, there were no inputs of any sort. So I lovingly packed up my Xbox for no reason that, at all. That sucks. So I was really happy when I got home to finally jump into Far Harbor, and I love it. It's very, very enjoyable. I spent the f I I'm on my Xbox character, which is you know my my original character, the first lady that I played, <laughs> and uh, she's at like level seventy one, I think, wow, low seventies, nice. and uh, has lots of things and uh, you know lots of weapons, ballistic weave. Um, Lots of perks. And uh, I spent the first 15 minutes of my Far Harbor experience in the Red Rocket gas station near Sanctuary. Ballistic weaving trench coats and fedoras for me and Nick. <laughs> nice. Real Before nice. Before we could leave. Yeah. So 
After I had us in snazzy looking trench coats and fedoras, we went and started the quest and it's very enjoyable. So that area where you start the quest, is that a new area or did they just add stuff to an existing area? Do you happen to know? That I believe is an area that exists outside of the map. Okay. So I believe it is new, although I am not sure. I thought it was new, just a new area. And I, I was exploring that area, and I don't like the way that the game turns you around. I, I wish that they would just, like, have a wall there or, or a cliff or kill you or something. Because when you go to the edge of the world, it just says, you can't go there. <laughs> you get a little text pop up. You can't go there. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I feel it's, like... It's God Howard. Don't tell me what to do, Bethesda. <laughs> you don't control me. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, when, you pl- when, you, when you say no to God Howard in that game, mm-hmm. do you know what happens to you? It's never pretty. Yeah, I just, I wish they, I'd rather that they, like, strike me down. Like in Halo, <laughs> when you go too far from the, the map and the Guardians just zap you. I would huh. prefer something like that. Never saw that before. Really? Have you played much multiplayer Halo? Yeah, but never went outside the map because I was When you go to the edge noobs. of the map and you cross, you cross the edge of the map, the Guardians kill you. Hmm. You just insta-die. Never knew that. It's great. I love it. Very funny. Okay. I've actually had a lot of deaths like that because I'm not very good at Halo multiplayer, so I'll be running away. (laughs) We're off the rails again. Uh, What? Where are we? (laughs) So, I've lost my place in the notes now. You were talking about that new area and exploring it and being upset that uh, you were not allowed to go outside of the boundaries. But I enjoy it. It's a cool area, and I like that opening quest. I'm not going to really talk about it, but... I do. I will say that the story is more compelling than Point Lookouts, but I don't like how similar the story seems to Point Lookout um, yeah. so far. I, I'm early in the story. I haven't done many story missions. But Far Harbor, the aesthetic of Far Harbor, the mood of Far Harbor, even the trappers seem very similar to the uh, the hillbilly enemies of Point Lookout. What were those called? Do you remember? I can nope. never remember the name of those guys. But I just I I don't know why it seems so similar to Point Lookout. I it well, seems like a strange choice that they would make another DLC so similar to to one they'd done already. Perhaps they wanted Point Lookout to be much more than it was. So this was their kind of like the opposite yeah, of what like George, a second chance. Yeah, like the opposite of what George Lucas did with the enhanced version of Star Wars Episode Four, uh, where mm. he made it worse. In this case, they made it better. So maybe it was along those lines. I do think that they need to hire you as a story writer so they can write some better freaking storylines, though. <laughs> I am so sick of finding lost children. Yeah, I'm also sick of following blood trails. Did that's, that? That's another thing I'm tired of doing. Blood trails? Yeah, there's there's a... A side quest. Ah, didn't catch that. Follow a blood follow blood trail. So, and I'm just like that's like the the third or fourth one we've done in this game. I think I don't know. Tired of following blood trails. Well, it's a realistic way to scat uh track. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, moving along, the music is really great. I really like the Far Harbor music. 
For some reason, it reminds me of the Dragon Age Origins music, which is some of my favorite video game music. I don't know why. It's not really that similar, but something about the tone reminds me very strongly of the Dragon Age music. Never played it, so I'll trust you. You should play Dragon Age. It's fun. I have it. Tried it. Didn't like it. Oh, really? Oh, well. Fie upon you then, sir. I'm sure I'll get flack for that the same way. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't give Rick any flack, guys. Be nice to Rick. Oh, no, please. I enjoy the flack. Yeah. I work. Do you you feed on the tears of of listeners? I do. I do. I don't know. I, uh, sometimes people are very mean to you in our comments, and I don't (laughs) like that. To be honest, I actually, dear listeners, I wanted to have a segment where we would read our one-star reviews because I thought they were so funny. (laughs) Shalene didn't want me to do it. No. No, that's a bad idea. That is not. Don't go out and just leave us funny one-star reviews because that destroys our rankings. But the one-star reviews that we do get are very funny. If you want to chuckle, go read them. Some of our iTunes reviews are super mean. Yeah. Super mean. (laughs) It's so enjoyable. (laughs) They hate the show for the exact reason that we do it. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, moving along. Gameplay. (laughs) Um, so I I would like to say, I like the, the characters here. I like the Islanders. They're independent and they're suspicious and they don't like you. And I can respect that. You know, I, I, I'm kind of like that IRL. So I can admire that. Mm -hmm. And also I, in the first area in Far Harbor, I don't actually know what the town is called. But the first area that you get to, is it just called Far Harbor? It doesn't have a name though. Okay. Well, in Far Harbor, I'm not okay with the Meyer Lurk that's in the boiler as he is, is cooked alive and he's just sitting there looking at you. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> I don't like it. It bothers me. Is he alive? He's alive, Rick. He's alive. You actually, you cook shellfish alive IRL, right? Y- yes, you do. And I, I have a problem with that. I, I don't like it. I used to um, work as a seafood clerk. Yeah. And I would steam lobster. And I didn't know that you steamed them alive until mm-hmm. I put one in the thing and turned it on. I could hear it going bong, 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 trying to get out. Yeah. And then slowly it stopped. And then I That's died a little horrible. inside. That's horrible. <laughs> I don't understand. Why can you not like hit it on the head first or something? Because like, if you prematurely kill any shellfish, you're being shellfish. No, um, if you prematurely kill a shellfish, it actually can um, spoil the meat to a, a sickening level. So oh, that's really? why if you get steamed crabs and you see an ice pick hole in the top of the shell, do not, do not eat that. Really? <laughs> that pati- yeah, yeah. Because that, you don't know when it was killed, first off. Mm-hmm. So you you just don't know how long it sat dead and rotting. So you just you just tend to not do that. Yes, I'm from northern Baltimore area. We deal in a lot of crabs. Well, I live really far from the coast. You do. You know, we we do beef out here. You know, I, I'm I'm a ranch kid. We grew up <laughs> grew up raising cattle. You don't steam those things alive. <laughs> we do, we do not we do <laughs> not steam the cattle alive. Uh, we kill them before we eat them. A long time before we eat them. If you want a great depiction of that, watch Napoleon Dynamite. And I have a real problem with the the cooking of shellfish live. It bothers me. It is, and the Meyer lurks, they're like they're like 
they're so human-like. They're, they're so humanoid to me. I, I don't, it kind of bothers me that we eat them, Rick. It kind of bothers me. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, in the game, you kill them before you harvest their meat and then cook mm -hmm. it. So you're the, actually the yes. humane one of the group. It's everyone in Far Harbor that... <laughs> Have you seen the ocean, Shaleen? No. Wasn't it Mitch Hedberg that said if uh, fish could talk, it would just be constant screaming in the ocean? I forget. Yeah. Uh. Well, no, I have not seen the ocean. Uh, the biggest body of water I've ever seen is probably the, uh, what's the river that runs through uh, Washington, D.C.? Potomac? That's the one. That's probably the biggest body of water I've ever seen. Really? Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. Wow. You you should probably go once. <laughs> I, I have no interest in the ocean. Actually... If we keep pumping out these fossil fuels as fast as we do, the ocean might be coming to you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty centrally located. <laughs> I know. I'll be fine. I I'll know. never have beachfront property. Anyway, Where were I we? guess that's shellfish off the record. But he's just sitting there in that tank, and he's alive, and the fire is under him, and I don't like it. They take I, I do not like it. They take forever to cook. I bet they do. Poor guy. And do you know you know that character in Far Harbor? I was going to ask you this off the air. I don't know why I put it in the in the notes. <laughs> you know Alan Lee? No, no, I haven't. He's the guy that's surly to you when you first get to Far Harbor. Oh yeah, the beard. Do you do you recognize his voice actor? I couldn't find it online, but he's one of the Bethesda Six, and I I could not find his name, and I know he's been many. Many voices in. I've in never. Slope. I didn't. I didn't think didn't to think about it, it. Well, listeners, please tell me who's the voice actor for Alan Lee. I couldn't find it online. I, I like the way the island looks. I like the characters. I, I really like Mitch the bartender. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> you look sober. I can fix that. <laughs> I do wish that the radiation on the island was worse. I feel like they hyped it up, like, oh, you know, the, the fog will get you, and you, the radiation will kill you. It's so bad. And, and you go out. I haven't been wearing any radiation gear. No hazmat suit, no power armor. It's like less than one rat a second. It's, it's just not, not very much radiation. So I, I, was, I felt like they should have made it worse. It's uh, underwhelming. I I still wear a gas mask just to look like the part, but yeah, it doesn't really affect me much. Well, you're like Mr. RP, you know you you like you enjoy the RP, and I'm going out there in like a pretty green dress, you know, <laughs> lovely hat. Yeah, you should see everything I wear when I paintball. I role play <laughs> a lot. You're gonna have to do like a a video for us. I need I need to get a GoPro. You're doing I need paintball. To get a GoPro. But I, I love all the new hats. Speaking of hats, I love all the new hats. There's so many hats. We talked about four when we did our our trailer analysis, but there are many, many fun hats. More than four. I got a unique hat that I really wanted to tell you about, but I didn't because Ooh. I respect that you haven't played this yet. Well, thank as much you. As I, I appreciate that because I, I've had a lot of the fine hats uh, that I was not able to discover on my own because they appeared in my Twitter timeline. 
There were multiple variations of the fisherman's hat. The lobster trap helmet is cool. Mm -hmm. Lots of new cool clothes. Lots of new cool weapons and lots of cool new legendary effects. I've been very impressed by some of the new legendary effects. Greatly enjoying those. Yes. Still... The radium rifle is very cool. Go ahead. Sorry. Radium rifle? Yes. That's very cool. I like it. Uh, Not so much? I didn't. I was using it in survival mode. I haven't used it since. So maybe it's different in not survival because I just felt like it was so plinky. Mm-hmm. In survival. But yeah. that's just me. Um, everybody in the chat room is saying Liam O'Brien is the name of that voice actor. So thanks, guys. Can't get much more Irish than that. And I got a two-shot radium rifle. Oh, like that, see, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That's why I liked it so well, I think. Longfellow is cool. He kind of reminds me of Cass. Huh. Yeah. I, I, know. I guess so, you know... I, I could see the resemblance in him being a boy, her a girl, her Irish, and him not. Yeah, but, you know, he likes to drink. He's kind of rough around the edges. He's not scared of anything. Yeah, the you anti-aliasing. Know? Sorry. He seems... Well, Rick... Tech joke. Tech joke. Rick. <laughs> really, Rick? Please, Rick. It is really hot, and I'm going crazy. <laughs> I I really like Longfellow, though. He's pretty cool, and... To me, personality-wise, he shares many similarities with Cass. And I I do wish that he wasn't as nice to you as he is because Mm. he gives off this, you know, like he's like, oh, I'm this curmudgeon. But he doesn't really act very curmudgeonly. He's like, hey, you should come to my house. You know, (laughs) you should live here and and just build whatever you want and (laughs) take my stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Think of it this way. He is being a bit of a curmudgeon because he wants you to build his house for him and he'll do Mm. no work. I don't know. I do like that he sings shanties if you leave him alone. Yes. He'll sing little drinking songs and and stuff. Terrible sounding. It's great. And it is great. I didn't like having to choose between him and Nick, though, because Nick is good to have as a companion in Far Harbor. Mm -hmm. But I want to use the new companion, too. So I've been using Nick whenever I take a story mission and Longfellow whenever I'm just going to go rambling off into the uh, into the wilderness. So um let's see. There's a lot of new recipes. I'm a big fan of the new recipes. I like to cook in Fallout and I've really enjoyed gathering up the new recipes. There are lots of settlements in Far Harbor. Lots of settlements that need my help. <laughs> and I feel like it's just more time than I want to spend doing settlements. But like the main game, I feel like I am compelled to do the settlements to take care of them. Yeah. And there's just miserable people at all of these settlements. It's awful. And there's not a good settlement where I want to live. I'm crashing at Longfellow's house right now. But I don't like any of the settlements that well. No? Not really. Maybe I just haven't found the best one. I'm still pretty early on. Did you find the one up north? I don't know. There was a fog crawler there. Probably not, no. That's, I like is that it a, one. Is it a farm? Well, what's left of one. I did find that one. Okay. I did find the farm. See, here's what you can do. You can scrap everything on the beach. I built my house right on the beach and then built stairs up the rock face. 
to that's a little cool. patio back. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, Rick. Yeah. I'm not done yet, but see, it's a great it's a great place. There's also a a uh, a fort kind of thing in the middle of the woods that can be a settlement. I don't know how you access it, but um mm-hmm. it's just kind of there with the bench and that looks pretty cool, but I have no idea how to use that one. Maybe it's some quest you do, I don't know. Probably got to finish something else first. Yeah. So yeah. I have the pacify perk because of Wasteland Workshop. You had to get that to get all of the achievements for Wasteland Workshop. Oh my gosh, pacify is the best. I wish I had been using this the whole game. It's so good. It's so good. How good is it? So good. <laughs> That's it. That's all. You... Okay. It's really good. I don't. I don't know what you're trying to 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 do here. We don't watch the same pop culture, Rick. No, it's the... we never get the same pop culture references. It was it was the whole setup for the 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 gag where you know someone says it was so hot. How hot was it? It was hotter oh. than hell, kind of thing. That whole yeah. never forget it. I'm done. Okay, Rick. Pacify is great though. It's really good because like I'll I'll point the gun and you hit pacify, and if it's a ghoul. The lady shouts like, hey, freak, calm down. And it does. <laughs> it just like, like looks at its shoes. It just like, oh, it's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. I am a bad man. <laughs> and if it's a, a mutant, it's like human friend. <laughs> and the mutant will stop and be like, oh, I, I didn't know. Like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. And they just look at you like so sheepishly, like, I'm sorry that I was attacking you. It's the best. I wish I had used this perk all along. I really, I really regret not using this one all along. It's so good. I have. Go ahead. (laughs) We are so good at letting the exact amount of dead air and then interrupting (laughs) each other. (laughs) I was only going to say, I haven't really used pacifism mm-hmm. it's quite good and we uh we only missed one week of podcast but this has been the most off the rails show i think that we've ever had it's like we were suffering from withdrawal indeed i had my first death in a long time to one of those harpoon guys oh those yeah brutal man they're they rough are. i was really taken aback i've been playing on uh not on, i don't have the lady on survival i have heard on uh hard or very hard uh, one of those. And I was really surprised to die because I, I don't die very often with my ballistic weave and my ballistic weave hat. Those harpoons, man. Those harpoons are rough. I haven't used one. I should use one. But they're very rough to be on the receiving end of. <laughs> yes. Most guns are. What I have been using is this uh, combat shotgun that I have with the bleeding effect mm. that gives 25 points of bleeding damage or 30 points of bleeding damage. Nice. I, I have modded it out and named it the boomstick. And <laughs> Please tell me it's a double barrel. Uh, I, I don't know. I no, don't think is it, it is. Is it a double barrel is shotgun? It? Is it? I don't know. Is it the combat shotgun? It's a combat shotgun. Then it is not the double barrel shotgun. The double barrel shotgun has two barrels, hence double barrel. Okay. Well, sorry, Rick, if I don't spend all my time looking at the shotgun. How did you miss the double barrel shotgun? Kate Kate uses one. Well, I, uh, yeah, I guess there is a double barrel shotgun. Yeah. 
<laughs> this one, I'm pretty sure it's a combat shotgun. It has to be because it holds like eight bullets. Then yes, it so, would be the combat shells. shotgun. It holds like eight shells. Man, if only that was a double barrel and boomstick, that'd be so great. Well, I have named this one the boomstick Still because great. it's my shotgun and I can name it whatever I like. <laughs> I really shot. like the bleeding damage because you shoot the guy and then just like watch him die. <laughs> like He just bleeds Whoa. out in front of you. <laughs> Whoa, and you everyone's getting to, on me? You don't have to keep shooting. It's funny. Oh my gosh. You just like <laughs> pop him in the kneecap and watch him die? Is that what you do? Is Basically, that your thing? Yeah. And you guys call me a freak. <laughs> it's really great. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm <laughs> sure it's great. Thank God we are a country apart. <laughs> there are chickens and bunnies in Far Harbor. You shoot them too? Yeah, uh, I did actually. <laughs> I did. So did I. It's whatever. The chickens give off a chicken thigh, <laughs> uh, which I haven't found a recipe that uses the chicken thigh yet. I think there's soups. Is there a soup? I usually roast things, so that could explain why I didn't find it. <laughs> Expand your palate, Chilling. And the bunny, I don't know if he just was landed like in the bush, in the bush wrong where I couldn't get at him, but he didn't give me any any bunny meat. Aww. Which I thought was odd. He should have given bunny meat. There's no no loot on the bunny. Anyway. <laughs> so we're, I'm going to finish off with my good story here. Um, this is the best story from my time of playing. Because I was mostly just rambling around the wasteland. Not doing much of anything. Mm-hmm. And I was in this tannery. Right? It's full of ghouls. There's ghouls everywhere. I'm working my way through them. It's not that big a deal. It's not very hard. And I get to the basement, and I see this dead ghoul in a laundry bin. And he's just laying, wrapped in the embrace of a skeleton. And it was kind of creepy. And I I went and checked him, and he was a lootable ghoul, so he wasn't going to wake up and and bite my face or whatever. And I was like, okay, I've got to get a screenshot of this. So I'm, like, lining up a good screenshot really creepy you know the skeleton just has its arms wrapped around this ghoul lying on top of the skeleton and i get attacked by a a charred gangrenous ghoul and and like a bloated glowing Mm. one it was off all at once and half of my health was already gone at this point because of radiation damage because I never bother to heal my radiation damage. If you'll notice my screenshots, I always have a great big red bar <laughs> on my health bar. I just never bother. <laughs> wow. So I have a very sudden and tense fight with these two oversized ghouls. And after I killed them, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get my screenshot. And I go and I'm lining up a screenshot of this ghoul skeleton, you know, romance and the skeleton's arms started to move first it just like extended the top arm like away from the ghoul and then i was like okay it just like fell you know gravity but then it started to rotate its wrist and then it started to do like gestures (laughs) and it was just you know it was just bethesda janky physics but, uh. but I got so creeped out, you guys. <laughs> I was so creeped out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was awful. I would have unloaded just like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I ran, I ran away, bravely ran away. <laughs> okay, Sir Robin. Yeah. So that was my, my story of my gameplay. 
I have been going on a garden gnome photo safari, which I've enjoyed very much. I was, yay garden gnomes. So mm. good. Yeah, I, when I first saw those, I was like, I want to tell Shaleen, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I had one final little comment. Um, some I posted a screenshot, I think, of my garden gnome photo safari. And one of our listeners tweeted back at me like, haha, everybody has that green pill, you know, in their in their screenshots now. Because oh. the uh, latest update added the di- the disease kit. And yeah, it counts the mole rat disease in your in your little disease yep. thing. That's not good. That's Take little, that off. It's a little frustrating. Take that off. Yeah. And it actually affects your health now too, or your stamina a little bit or something. No, that's your health. Not, that's right, your health. That was just your health. It does up. But it actually shows up as a little tiny little red sliver on your health bar. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, the OCD-ness in me is like, I just, why? I want to get rid of it and can't. That's like when you have, like, a notification on your phone and you can't get it rid of it. <laughs> clear! 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 <laughs> That's great. That's, yeah. All right. We are running way short on time. Um, oh, gosh. We well, I'm are. Done. Ugh. Guys, it's so hectic giving you two free shows a night. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was very pretentious. But we do have a challenge. We didn't have one last week. We do have a... Pre- we... Not a pretentious... We have a new challenge for you this week. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth doesn't work. And this one was submitted by our very own Gerfuffelson. Take down a Myrler queen with a pole hook. You're mean, Gerfuffelson. And we're mean for picking it. Mm-hmm. And always... Picks or it didn't happen, or video and it didn't happen, if you want. And use the hashtag. FOTR challenge. I I was wait I thought you were gonna let me hashtag the hashtag or tag the hashtag. Whatever. Yeah, I was waiting for you. Okay. And we have a new pit board entry, Atomic Command by at UO Forever. Uh topped my score. Little bastard. At 44,490 points, and my previous score was 30,665. So, game's on. Jerk. Anyway, that's it for our gameplay and our challenge. Now, we have our lore for tonight. And, Shalene, do you want to take the lore for this evening? And I guess we'll kind of get through as much as we can. This Wow, I didn't realize there was a lot there. Sure, um... We'll get through this as fast as we can. Let's umphiscate so, on the go. Today's lore is Mirelurks. Uh, as you might have guessed from all of our Mirelurk discussion, <laughs> Mirelurks are giant mutated crustaceans. They appear in Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. They prefer aquatic habitats in and around rivers. They can also be found in cool, damp areas like metro tunnels and caves. Most Mirelurks are protected by a thick, hardy shell that is difficult to penetrate for even the most powerful weaponry. The unprotected face is the weakest area, but it does form a small target. Mirelurks are territorial and will attack trespassers on sight. They are communal animal who often seek help when under attack. They are never found alone. Good to remember, <laughs> especially on survival <laughs> mode. Indeed. Just one Mirelurk. Thump, 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 thump. Ah, five. <laughs> In Fallout 3, there are six types of Mirelurk. Common Mirelurks are descended from Chesapeake Bay horseshoe crabs. With a science check during the Wasteland Survival Guide quest, the Lone Wanderer can help determine their scientific classification. Scylla serrata horrendous. (laughs) That's awesome. I think it's pretty funny, too. 
My alert hunters are larger and darker colored than their standard counterparts. They have additional arms growing out of their chests, which they can attack with, but they rarely do. They are more aggressive and more difficult to kill, and many can be found in the Anchorage War Memorial. Mm -hmm. My alert kings look very different than their crab-like brethren. They're more humanoid and unable to float. Their heads resemble snapping turtles, but they have crab-like pincers on their arms. Kings have ranged sonic attack that ignores damage resistance and can cripple a target's head. They can be pickpocketed, but they don't have anything in their inventory. This is something that I actually noticed on my own. Huh. It's pretty funny. If you do add a grenade or mine to their inventory with the reverse pickpocketing, it gives you bad karma. Also something that I learned in my, my own playthrough. <laughs> That's weird. In Fallout 3. Huh. Nucalurks are found in the Nuka-Cola plant. These are my favorite variety of Myrlurk. They are blue and they glow okay. due to exposure and consumption of the radioactive strontium isotope used in Nuka-Cola Quantum. Hmm. Delicious Nuka-Cola Quantum. Swamplurks are a variation of Myrlurk found in the swamps of Point Lookout, and Swamplurk queens are also found in Point Lookout. They strongly resemble the Myrlurk kings. The queen spit acid, similar to a centaur. In Fallout 4, Myrlurks are less humanoid and more crab-like. The wide variations in type make it appear that the term Myrlurk is not a species name as much as it is just a colloquial term for any of a number of marsh-dwelling creatures who descended from shellfish of yore. Fallout 4 Myrlurk variants are many. A few of them include Myrlurk hatchling and spawn, which erupt from eggs, Softshell Myrlurks, who have a more nutritious meat than the typical Myrlurk. Myrlurk Razor Claw, Myrlurk Kill Claw, Blood Rage Myrlurk, Glowing Myrlurk. Myrlurk Hunters have a more lobster-like appearance than their horseshoe crab counterparts. They can spit acid. Yeah. And it's not fun yeah. to be to be on the on the receiving end of that. Myrlurk kings have many frog-like qualities, including the sound that they make. And the rarest type is the Myrlurk Queen. She's bigger than a super mutant behemoth and spits acid and can spawn babies at will. Yeah, I was really happy to see the different variants of Myrlurks in Fallout 4, especially the lobsterish ones. Those were cool. Mm -hmm. The first time I saw one, I was like, what, what is that? It was a big surprise. There's <laughs> <is> no Myrlurk. <laughs> in Fallout 3, the Wasteland Survival Guide quest tasks the player with placing an observer in a Myrlurk nest to learn more about the creatures. If the player achieves this stealthily, they receive the shady hat, plus five sneak. I love the shady hat. I don't think I've ever seen that. I must not have been able to do that. <laughs> Notable Myrlurk locations include Anchorage Memorial in Fallout 3 and the Massachusetts State House in Fallout 4. New Vegas doesn't feature Myrlurks, but it does have Lake Lurks, a sort of mutated snapping turtle that resemble Fallout 3's Myrlurk King. Luke Luck and fun lakes. fact. The Myrlurk model was made by Jonah Loeb, who we had on the show a couple episodes ago. It's true. It's true. Myrlurk meat, especially the softshell variety, is nutritious and among the best meat available. Grandma Sparkle of Fallout 3, who is one of my favorite NPCs in Fallout 3, I don't by think the I've way. I've never seen her. Really? Yeah. She's in front of the bridge on the way when you, when you cross that first bridge near Dukovs. Oh, is she, is she at the little fishing dock pier thing? 
Yes. Ah, you can, but I have talked to her before. You can buy from her and sell. Mm -hmm. And she says, like, oh, you know, my sons are hurting, hunting lurks up the river. Have you found them before? I've never found them. I've, I've gone found looking them for them. I've never found them either. <laughs> but I do like Grandma Sparkle. Mostly I like that her name is Grandma Sparkle. <laughs> but she calls it the best meat you can get out here. Which leads us to our item of the week. Myrlurk cakes. Myrlurk cakes are a savory meat pie made from Myrlurk meat. If that doesn't sound appetizing, I don't know what doesn't or what does. However you want to use that term. In Fallout 3, the dish is inferior in benefit to the original Myrlurk meat. In a refrigerator in the Anchorage War Memorial, the player can find Ted's stash, which includes recipes for Myrlurk cakes, although they can't be crafted. Fun fact, if you substitute Myrlurk for crab, it's an actual recipe for crab cakes. That's pretty cool. Myler mm -hmm. Cake in Fallout 4 is a much better item, offering 140 HP boost and the ability to breathe underwater for 30 minutes. They can be crafted using Myler Egg, Myler Meat, Oil, and Razor Grain. And I've got to say, that's a pretty hefty... Those are pretty hefty boons for food. And the thing that I really like about the food in Fallout 4 is definitely that they are much more boon-friendly than they were. Yeah, they've got big benefits for the food. Yeah, but uh, we're going to go ahead and get on to our emails since we're running a little short on time. Let's all watch <laughs> Shaleen's face. She didn't even drink it. Did you just inhale it and freak out? <laughs> it's not good, you guys. <laughs> so anyway, I will take this question or email. Adam writes, hello, Fallout OTR. I have to say that I very much enjoy this show, and I try to listen to it as often as possible. Well, thank you, sir. I have a question for you. Have you ever noticed how when you stow your equipped weapon, the weapon disappears from your third-person model? I always enjoyed seeing my equipped weapon on the third-person model in previous Fallout entries. While this, is particular, while this particular feature is small, it always bugs me when I switch to third-person and see nothing more than what I'm wearing. What is your perspective on this situation? Thanks and keep up the good work. That is very true. I did notice that when I first booted up Fallout 4, there are a couple movement things that I didn't enjoy about it. One of them is the pistol disappears when you put it on your leg. The other one is that when you put your rifle on your back, it disappears as well. The other thing is when you are holding your rifle, you're holding it at, I guess what you'd say, shoulder, shoulder ready. You're shouldering the rifle, but you're not aiming down at sights. But then when you aim down at sights in third person, you just kind of zoom in on the shoulder. It doesn't actually mm -hmm. lift your rifle up to your face. And that actually kind of bugs me a little bit. I wish that there, you know, with New Vegas, the New Vegas mods that I really enjoyed where you could put like a different holster on your leg or just a skin of a holster that sticks out of your leg and it looks like your pistol's in it. Or, you know, I really liked that. It was cool. Or when you held up your rifle, it looked like you were actually aiming down your sights. And you could get some pretty cool looking screenshots that way. Yeah. So I do, I do miss having those those elements. Did you ever, do you ever notice that or does that bug you? I noticed it right away mm -hmm. when we first got the game and I hate it. Yeah. I, I don't hate like it. I I don't understand what the difference is, why they why they changed that, but it drives me nuts. It drives me absolutely nuts that you can't see the weapon when you holster it. I wonder if they showed the wep showed different weapons on the back of someone and due to the clothing it was clipping and looked real weird. Mm -hmm. If they just decided to have the character model look better by not having a gun clipping through his head. And just the character models the do look a lot better. So that's what I mean. Like maybe the gun was clipping through a piece of clothing or clipping through a, a limb or a head and they just decided to take that away. Even though I think, mm -hmm. I think the clipping isn't really immersion breaking because what game doesn't clip when things are equipped to your mm -hmm. character that aren't necessarily stock? So you know whatever i don't know but it also bothers both of us yes. so there you go 
So also at Barry XC tweets, if there was a level cap for Fallout 4, what would be everyone's choice for a level at which you stop at? I think for me, I don't know. What would you think? Oh, right. You just took a drink. I would think probably, I don't know, maybe. It's hard to say that because they changed the way that leveling works so much from the previous fallouts. I'm not sure it would work. Right. Right. And I honestly haven't gotten that high up in level. I feel enough to say anything. And I want to refer to our email last week. Was it last week that we had our email? Was it episode 44? I don't think it was. It was the week before last. I can't remember the fellow's name. Um, but Mike, isn't it? Yeah, it would be nice to hear his take because he's struggling a little bit with the leveling system and the enemy's getting larger. So it would be kind of cool to hear him, to hear his thoughts, you know, if, if he has any thoughts on where he would have liked to have it stop. I think that you really couldn't stop leveling with the way that the... Maybe you could, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. I would say 60. 60? I'm going to say 60. I would have yeah. said 100, but... At 60, I felt like I was already, like, pretty invincible. Yeah. But not so invincible. Oh. Yeah, I would have said 100, but... I like being a little OP every once in a while. But anyway... That is our show, ladies and gentlemen, and ghouls, and goyles, and mutants, whatever. That was anyway. fun. <laughs> so you can tweet at the show, at Fallout OTR. You can tweet at me, at Rick McVick, and you can tweet at Shaleen at Shaleen L. Like us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. Just search the keyword Fallout off the record, and you can email us at falloutotr at gmail.com. Like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It means a lot to us. And our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Network. Lots of great Let's Plays going up daily on this YouTube channel. And there's also some new shows. You can find our shows on iTunes and Stitcher and I believe some other various aggregates. But we don't have all of them listed or known because I think it's... I'm not sure how many we get spit out to. You can leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And we have a few five-star review shout-outs. If you leave us a five-star review, we will shout you out. Black Hat Mo. Foot bobble, bobble, dead man sixty three and McKeck. So thank you very much for leaving us five star reviews. We really, really appreciate it. We record live on Fridays at seven p.m. Eastern Standard on YouTube.com slash Quest Gaming Network slash Live, where you are seeing us tonight. And you can check out the other great QGN QG show streaming live on YouTube, such as Outer Scrolls Off the Record, Classic Outer Scrolls, Dancing with Daggers, which comes on later this evening on Twitch, and KD Radio, which features me and Shaleen, and it's coming on at 9 o'clock tonight, very shortly. Yay! Also, QG in D&D. D&D. I forgot to add that yeah. to the notes. So that's a new show with uh, a bunch of them. I think uh, Mike M is playing D&D with a bunch of guys, and they are casting that up on the webs. So check that out if you're a D&D fan. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for listening. And Shaleen, what is... Our last word for this evening. Bahaba. <laughs> <laughs>